Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast. And with me, as always, is my best friend and the other host of the show, Errol Robles. Hey, what's up, guys? Episode 115. And uh, yeah, the World Cup. All right. All right. This is a safe place, right, Edward? We can, we this can is speak what? our minds. Yeah. We can, we can safe, speak space. Our minds. safe space. Safe space. You know, like, 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 uh, like, South Park. It's in my safe space, my safe space. So, World Cup is actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, no, it's the surprises, bro. It, it, it's like it, it, it's like full of surprises, bro. Like full of upsets that we were not expecting. Look, I'm um, not here saying that we should do the World Cup in the winter because I definitely do not want that ever to happen again. Um, no. And and yes, all the things with Qatar. I mean. It, it does. I mean, when you just look at the game, the games, and just the tournament itself, just avoid, ignore the guitar part. It's been a great tournament. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, you mean the ignore the supposedly ignore said that, the controversy? Uh, yeah. So supposedly they said that uh, there was like a, a OnlyFans star that she was like dressed provocative or whatever. Oh, the they, I don't know. They just said it was an OnlyFans star, and then apparently they. They threatened to basically chop off her hands or something. They they basically went to a whole drastic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know like, about that one. I know about there's a yeah. Croatian model that's been wearing like very provocative, like Croatian theme outfits. Which honestly, if anybody knows anything Croatian theme, it's to, it's to check it for. Um, yeah. I've seen like pictures of her because you know I'm a guy and you, that's that you can bonk <laughs> me. You can bonk me for that one. Um, but. So I mean, I saw the, I saw her. I didn't know about that one. There's also the one uh, that I Iran was trying to prove that like, hey, we aren't uh, we aren't uh, you know being you know neglectful to our women. They like here here's a here's an Iranian woman not being covered up and but you, <laughs> like her like the little World Cup badges that you know they give people. Yeah. Um. In the in the image, you can see that obviously she was covered up in the on fo- her ID photo. So, <laughs> so, Damn. Good job, so you're bro. like, well, <laughs> you really almost got us there, buddy. <laughs> like, well, well played, well played. Yeah, so I mean, if you if you put all the the, the controversy aside, yeah, this World Cup has actually been pretty great. Um, well, let, let's put it this way: football wise, football wise, yeah. it's been really great. Game wise, yeah, it's been great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so 
Also, update on my personal life. I have finally uh, moved away from just listening to uh, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Now, Are you actually reading it? Come on. <laughs> come no, on. I'm, You're like, I'm Hector. I don't read. No, I'm, I'm clearly using my audio books on Audible. You all right, get a third right. day free trial if you use the, if you enter audibletrial.com slash insert name FC podcast for third day free trial. Um but insert plug here. Yeah. Um no, so um so I don't know. I guess I got tired of listening to music. Okay. Um, at work. Which I don't care if, they, if my fucking employers listen to this shit. Um yeah, I listen to work while while I have one <laughs> I just put one headphone on. I don't put both headphones on, so safety. Um, but I don't know, man. I've been like, I think it's because like, obviously, when you're playing like, even with Spotify, which God damn it, Hector, why are you why are you still listening through Spotify? <laughs> why are you helping Barcelona? Now? Um, hey, hey, all good. Keep doing it, bro. Keep doing it. Jesus Christ. And I'm gonna listen to this through Spotify, by the way. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> the. So I mean, I guess like all the all the play all the radio the stations. You know how you can pick like an artist and it's gonna be like, oh, uh, uh, Slipknot station or you know, uh, Faruka station or or right. George Strait station. At, at some point, you just listen to all the same songs. Like you may maybe something new pops up, but like most of the time, it's usually the same songs you listen to. And so right. I don't know. I, I guess I was like, oh, I'm not really feeling like listening to music. So I went on I went on Audible. And uh, I, I, I almost did it. I almost did it. What? <laughs> I, almost, I almost put on green lights for Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did it. Very close. Super close. Um, I do have audio. Uh, I do have other audio books besides Matthew McConaughey, but um, it's Matthew McConaughey. But so I decided to listen to the Storyteller by Dave Grohl. Oh, okay. Right by Dave Grohl. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you had to emphasize it. Read by Dave Well, you know, I, I do the same thing with Green Lights, written by Matthew McConaughey, read by Matthew McConaughey. Um, so, yeah, so uh, I've been listening. I to still want to read. I still want to hear. I want to listen to a book read by Morgan Freeman. I just feel like that's just powerful. I feel like there's got to be some audio books that. I feel like Morgan Freeman's also not a very cheap person to get. Um, so. True. Must be a really good well, book. Freaking, freaking the only person that probably could afford Morgan Freeman. Would you? If you can <clears throat> any book read to you by Morgan Freeman, which book would that be? Maybe. Um, um, oh, uh, Johnny Got His Gun. Johnny Got His Gun. I not not familiar with anything because I don't read. Um, really? I don't really. It's read, it's the one. It's the one that uh, Metallica based the song one off of. Oh, uh, the guy that gets like that, like yeah, he gets his like basically all his all yeah. like his touch, his feels, his smells, his his ears, everything gets blown off. Mm-hmm. So then he starts explaining how everything was feeling before uh, he went into the war. Mm-hmm. But of course, you're you're listening to it through <clears throat> through his like like what he went through when he was at home with his girlfriend, current girlfriend at the time. He goes and gets shipped. Uh, he's at a war, and then but the thing is, he's saying, Oh, he's telling this whole story of like while he's in the bed with bandages all over him, he's all covered up with bandages. 
uh, his eyes are covered so he can't see. So that's that's where the whole darkness imprisoned me. Are, are mm. too. Absolutely. So like, you know, so <clears throat> that's where Metallica came out with that one. But that would be a good book for Morgan Freeman. I feel like that would be raw. Like it, it was just. I was gonna say Harry Potter. <laughs> just, dude. <laughs> just, I mean, I, I, he's gonna act out the dialogue. I, I feel like you know. And he, then he said crescendo. Actually, I don't know. Or, I feel like wait, if no, I, no, no, no. I feel like I need somebody that's great, great with impressions. Frank Hyanda would be a great person, and I would just, I would specifically have like, oh god, a, a would you want the John Madden voice? You would want to have like certain celebrity, like have him have like certain celebrities be like, and, and he can, he does a pretty good Morgan Freeman. So I would make Morgan freaking uh, Freeman Dumbledore. Um, so John Madden could be um could hack. John you're like you're angry. like. I think um, I think I think you would. I think you are basically naming the people that you would want in the American version of the movie. It's not even about the book anymore. No, no, I wouldn't want American. Technically, there is an American version. It's called the Fantastic Beast, and where they, and where you can find them. Um, that's not American. Okay. <laughs> well, there's the American Council, or whatever the hell they call themselves. Um, I, yeah, I, I, have they made a third one now? Is there a third one? Not yet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There is the uh, Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, that one. Uh, I think that's Jude Law played plays Dumbledore, right? Yes. It's an interesting, interesting person to play Dumbledore. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, uh, John John Gruen is Harry Potter. John who? John Gruen is Harry Potter. Uh, John oh C, God! John C. Riley as a uh, as a uh, Ron. I guess he, I guess uh, I guess technically Frank Cayendo can't do women impersonations. Um, you might as well just put Will Ferrell as Harry Potter and then John C. Riley as Patrick, Ron. Patrick Mahomes as as <laughs> Hermione Granger. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Oh, yeah, so we well, well, all right. So we do have quite the episode for you. Obviously, we're gonna have some guitar talk. Uh, I'm gonna continue shitting on <laughs> Alvarez a little bit more because uh, oh man, is he a bitch? Uh, uh, man, well, I dare you say that to his face. Shoot, you saw him apologize to Messi, so clearly he is one. Uh, I'm, I'm saying it to his face. I would, I would uh, say I, it to, I would say it to Canelo's face. You bitch. Got watch you, watch you, watch. Hey, watch we go like to downtown someday just for the hell of it. And then we run into Canelo and I'll be like, "Hey, my friend Hector has something to say, bro." And then he's just standing in front of him. I'm gonna say you acted like a real bitch there. Oh, oh, so so not that he's a bitch. But you acted like a bitch. That's basically what you said. Now, now you're changing your words. I said he being, he's been a bitch. He's being a bitch. I, I, exactly. I said that. I, I know, but then basically, if he's in front of you, you're going to tell him you I'm gonna acted say, like I'm going to say you're, you're a bitch. Um, what you did there with Messi was, was a real bitch move. Um, you, you became a Twitter, uh, Twitter, a Twitter, uh, Twitter warrior. So that, that definitely makes you a bitch. Um, your sport's dying. It's happening. Everybody <laughs> rather watch MMA. Um, so, yeah, I would I would say that's a uh, Canelo. <laughs> I don't know why, but I really doubt that. I mean, frankly, <laughs> he won't understand anything I'm saying. But I mean, oh my god! 
He doesn't oh. understand sarcasm. Oh god. Anyways, let's move on. Let's move on. I mean, he, didn't know what, he didn't even know what motherfucker meant. What are you talking about? I'm pretty sure he said motherfucker before. No, he he didn't know what that meant. He literally thought like he was calling him a motherfucker. Oh. Well, anyways. Let's continue, shall we? I need, I need to look that into the, anyways. So we're gonna yeah, yeah, I'm gonna talk about how Canelo's a little bitch. Um Yeah, you know, there's a current investigation for one of Edward's teams. I'm sure there no one knows what, what team I'm talking about there. Um and they're in Italy. <laughs> um Cristiano Ronaldo maybe going Again? to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> uh, all right. And uh actually actually it uh <clears throat> it's uh it's been confirmed. It's not been confirmed. It, you think he's really gonna sign it, sign on dollar right now line right now when he's in the elimination round? He might. It's it, it they said close. It's close. It's close. I um, think it was like for a hundred and no hundred and seventy one. It's a lot, it's a lot, million, it's a lot of money. Like Shoot, I would take it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, so Ronaldo might be going to Saudi Arabia. Uh, we'll talk about that. Uh and then obviously USA has been eliminated, so we'll go ahead and have our, our, our final thoughts on this men's World Cup and what our thoughts are for the future of, the, of U.S. soccer. And then obviously, um, so we're going to do things a little bit differently in that, in that, I guess, second portion of the show, which normally it has, like as of lately, it's been just me kind of recapping the games and then previewing the games that are coming up the weekend. Uh, luckily now, by the time this episode drops, well, Obviously, we record on Mondays, so most of the, of the around the sixteen games have been done. So we'll we'll quickly go through those games that have been done, and then it'll segue into me recapping the last two not, round of sixteen games and previewing the quarterfinals. That will be just me, obviously, because Edward has time constraints and he's not available on on uh well tomorrow he won't be available. So because I'll be I'll be knocking that out on Tuesday because I'm not waiting till Thursday to record that. So. <laughs> Also, because that I believe on Thursday, yeah, Thursday. So, obviously, when this episode dropped the day before, I, I'm doing a, I'm doing an appearance at at the Corner Booth uh, podcast. Another member of Belly of Sports. So, yeah, go ahead and check that out if you guys yeah. haven't. Um, and yeah, so and then obviously in in my recording, I'll announce the players of the week. I don't really, I don't think I really need to tell you what games need to be watched. I mean, the, the quarterfinals of the World Cup, you know. That that's probably a big giveaway. Um yeah. and then we're gonna do a three up, three down on home decor. Um, I would want to tell you why I decided to pick this topic. I, I wanna know why. Um uh, something happened this past weekend that I saw and I thought and it's not in my up, it's actually in my down. Um so so I'll I'll let y'all know which one is what's what was the inspiration when I when I when I do my three down. Um but yeah, so pretty good show today, at least I think so. So we're going to go ahead and take a break and then we'll get going with uh, Qatar Talk. This break was brought to you by Audible. Audible provides you a large library of audiobooks that you can listen to at your convenience from horror genre all the way to biographies. Audible has it all. Make sure you guys go ahead and use the link audibletrial.com forward slash insert name FC podcast. Go ahead and get yourself a 30 day free trial. Once again, thank you to Audible for this part of break.
And we're back. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at insert name FC for to be in the know of all the things that we're doing, not only with insert name FC, but obviously also with Belly Up Sports Network. Um, yeah. So, um, so, all right. Some guitar, guitar talk. More things are coming out of here. Um, so obviously we all know about Canelo being a little bitch. Um, got all butt hurt because one Mexico lost to Argentina. And then he 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 felt insulted when Messi uh swift swift the cleat on the jersey that was on the floor and for some reason mistaken that jer- that Mexico jersey for a flag. Um I think he just had way too many Tecates and he he must have bet he must have put a lot of money on, on Mexico. For under you that mad, I think he lost way too much money. Um which is fine. He's a boxer, so he's always gonna get He's gonna get paid ridiculous, ridiculous amounts of money to fight somebody that nobody knows. Um, so that's that's just the process. But yeah, so um, obviously he got slammed by everybody on social media from him acting like a total bitch. As a matter of fact, his own countrymen who play for Mexico um, they slammed Canelo, and which one of them being captain of Mexico, Andres Guardado. Uh, oh yeah, he basically told he basically said. Um, Canelo doesn't know what he's talking about. He has he's never been in a locker room, so he doesn't know how it is. So he should just keep his mouth shut. There's shirt, yeah. He's like, there's shirts everywhere. There's shirts on the floor. Where there's shirts on the, everywhere. Like, there's not like, <clears throat> you know, like doing it out of disrespect. You know, one of the worst things in the world is when you you say something with such with such like you you feel like you're saying something that's going to be like people are going to be on your side when you say it, and then and then. The, the harsh reality is that nobody agrees with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, <clears throat> kind of makes you feel sorry for Canelo a little bit, but then you're like, nah, he's, nah, he's a bitch. He's a, he, yeah. Plus, he make, like, plus he's, he gets paid like $100 million to fight. Like, so, I mean, yeah. he, I mean, freaking no one's paying me to fight Chick-fil-A, so specifically the one on 159. So, I mean, you know, like, See, he's he's, Damn. he's better than me. Just they're gonna, they're gonna bring out they're gonna bring out that chicken, bro. They're gonna bring out that chicken. Bro, that that Chick Fil A, yeah, they're gonna give me the chicken. and It's gonna be the regular one, not the spicy one. You no, know I'm saying like they're gonna and bring out the, the dude, happened. the dude in the chicken suit, and then he's gonna end up fighting. I don't think I've ever seen a Chick Fil A employee, maybe in the cow suit. Uh, so oh. this is a chicken suit. I know you're trying. One, one, I get that you're trying to do a Family Guy reference. Ha, ha, fact. Okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fat with glasses with a comb. Over. Thanks. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> thanks, for, thanks a lot, Edward. <laughs> another, another example of Edward fat shaming me, guys. I did not do anything like that. He literally I just copied Peter Griffin. So I, did. I did not say that. You said fighting a chicken. What does Peter do? It's like a recurring joke in Family Guy is Peter fighting a chicken. Yep. But anyway, so going back to to this bitch, Canelo. um, You should apology. (laughs) So like, if that that doesn't make you more of a bitch, (laughs) you issued an apology and you were like, yeah, I I got a little carried away, uh, you think? Bro, this dude was sending him a threat. He said, you better not fight. You better not be in the same room with me. Oh yeah, I was like, what? I was like, why? Yeah, and then Messi, 
Messi just being the most lovable person in this world, uh, besides Luka Modric. That that would that's a debate right there. Who's who's more lovable? Uh, I think both of them are like they're they're just they're just really down to earth. Man. Yeah, I think the issue is though, like there's definitely a lot of people that just don't like Messi. Yeah, I think they just don't I like think, Messi. Like I mean, I think we said the, we said this before. Oh, we might as well add Conte into that into that debate. Yeah, yeah. Who's the most lo- Conte? It's Conte, man. I love Modric, but I mean, come on, Conte. He's not. He. Do you know how how much I like Conte? He plays for fucking Chelsea, so. <laughs> and I still love Conte, so. He just has a he, plus. He smiles. I mean, he, you don't see Mod. You don't see Modric or Messi smile. This dude smiles. Yeah, so, and big smile the World Cup from somebody just to give it to Conte. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, you know, who doesn't love Conte? Uh, that's not the point, though. But yeah, Messi, you know, he was just like, hey, no, there's, there's no, there's no big fuss. It, it was a misunderstanding, you know. It happens. He's like, no, he didn't need to apologize. But yeah, Messi yeah. is the bigger person, man. I just, that's all I gotta take from that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just cyber. I guess you could say it's just cyberbullying. I guess you could call it. But I'm like, yeah, Twitter fingers. <laughs> no, and Canelo over there working on his Twitter fingers over there. But yeah, so, so pretty much, man. Conclusion to that drama. Um, we gotta talk about Qatar, not not the not the country itself, but the the soccer team. Um, just, oh shit! Good God, that was bad. Qatar becomes the first host nation to be eliminated with no points. Yeah, that's they, true. They lost uh-huh. all three of their games. And when, when when I say no points, that means they didn't even tie. I mean, like, there's been host nations that 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 got eliminated from from the group stages. I mean, South Africa is an example, but South Africa got at least a tie. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. And then also you had the rumors that like the Qatar uh, Federation was trying to bribe Ecuador to fix the game. So, You're serious? Yeah, there was there was a rumor. I don't know how. How strong that rumor was, but it was getting tossed around on Instagram. Uh, I'm mean, not Instagram on Twitter. Um, I don't know how strong that rumor was, but it was just, it was just funny to think that maybe Qatar did that. Probably they probably really didn't, but good God, it was bad. Like I mean, Ecuador killed you. Um, I mean, you got beat by Senegal. And I think the Netherlands was, a, yeah, the Netherlands was their last game. Netherlands had nothing to play for. <laughs> well, I guess, no, they actually, because nobody, that was also the crazy thing about this World Cup. Nobody won, no one got nine points. No one had three games. No, no one won three games. Uh, France? No. France? France lost the last game. Oh, that's right, yeah. I mean, they were already qualified anyway. Yeah, so, no. Oh, that's right, they, they, Japan, Japan got them, right? Uh, no, no, Tunisia. Tunisia? Tunisia oh, that's they, right. They, 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 benched all their, they benched all their starters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was like, good God. Um, but I guess, like, the only clean sweeps were the guys that, like, two wins and a draw. I mean, I guess you could say that's that's the only way to go. Yeah, because, yeah, no one with three points as well. Uh, but, yeah, Qatar, just worst performance as a host nation. Um, not again, nothing against them, man. I, you know, we said a lot of positive things about the Qatar national team. Obviously, we said a lot of things about the country Qatar, but national team, we said we've given a lot of props to them. 
But yeah, that's that's a terrible way to go out. Um, go continuing on. Um, our favorite our favorite free agent coach, Edward uh, Pochettino. Oh man, what happened to him? Um, well, he he's still not hired. He no, he's still, he's still looking for a job. Um, along with Zidane, and uh, he wants an international job. Are you freaking kidding? Yeah, he wants an international job. Damn. Um, hmm. What do you think internationally? Who would hire? Um, I, I got one in my head, but I don't want to say it just yet. Um, <laughs> you don't want to jinx it? Not that I don't want to jinx it. I just um, it's gonna it's we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, a certain national team in, in, at at the end of this. So I kind of want to wait till we get to that mm. point. Um, ah. but. But yeah, it's it's interesting. I think I don't know. If, I, I, I see. That's the thing. I I really don't know what to expect from him. Um, if he will be good or if he will. Uh, I mean, he's not a bad coach. I don't want to say that. I don't think he's a bad coach at all. But I don't know if I. I don't know if I want Pochettino. <laughs> that's the only thing. <laughs> but hey, I mean, if someone wants to give him a shot, give him a shot. Um, I mean, there's definitely a lot of national teams going to be available after this World Cup. Um, so, oh yeah, you never know. Um, so the other thing I want I want to mention from this World Cup is that this was a World Cup of a lot of firsts that were happening not not only just in World Cup history but also like for national teams as well. Um, oh yeah. So Jude Bellingham, um, Edwards Edwards' favorite English player. In uh, Borussia Dortmund, who probably might not be in Borussia Dortmund any longer, um, he becomes oh, the first yeah. player born in the 21st century to score in the World Cup. And oh, this yeah. is where I feel old. <laughs> and this is where I feel old. 21st Should be century. told. <clears throat> Should be told. I mean, there's going to be more. That's the thing. Yeah, but he's the first one. Because I don't think Yumi would be alive for the twenty second, the twenty second century one. Damn, it's a hundred years. That were you? Do you think you're going to make it a hundred years? I'll try. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The if you make it to twenty one hundred, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I, I, I'll let you know. I'll, 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 I'll let you know in the in the <laughs> Jesus Christ, that got dark. Um, Luka Modric. He becomes the first Croatian to appear in four World Cups. That dude. I keep trying to say that this dude's old and eventually he's got to slow down. And he's been playing the mostly he's played I think he's played every single game for 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 Croatia. Now. Um so Jesus Christ man, that is crazy. Um So Herdman, he he is currently the coach of Canada. He becomes the first manager to appear in a Men's and women's World Cup because he actually coached the women's, the Canadian women's national team as well in the World Cup. Oh, for real? Yeah. Damn. So, well, kudos to him. Cool, cool one for that one. Um, Gabi, he becomes the youngest Spaniard to score in the World Cup. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did. Uh, Thibaut Courtois becomes the first Belgian to stop a penalty in regulation. I didn't think that, that was all specific, but okay. Um, Graham Arnold, he becomes the first Oceanic coach to win a World Cup game. So, Australian, the Australian guy. So, shout out oh. to Stuart. Look at that. 
I mean, I'm sure you guys, are. you guys want to definitely forget about your your game your your game against uh. Well, actually, no. You guys lost two one. That's kind of that's condemnable. That's actually commendable against against uh, Argentina, and especially when no one thought you would make it this far. So, bro, I think wasn't it wasn't it either them or Italy that was going to go, and Australia ended up winning. No, it was, uh, Australia and Peru. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Australia and Peru. Um, Messi, he becomes the first to have uh, an assistant in five World Cups. So he's had assist an assist in five World Cups. Damn. That's pretty cool. Um, Alfonso Davies, he becomes the first Canadian to score a goal in the World Cup. Thanks. That, was that the only goal the Canada the yep. scored? That's the only wow. goal the Canada scored. So literally, Alfonso Davies was carrying the team. Uh, yeah, him, uh, Jonathan David, uh, honestly, I think they're just, they're just, a, they're still too, they're like way too new to the World Cup. It, you know, and, it, and it clearly showed. Um, yeah. Stephanie Frappart, um, she became the first female referee to take charge of a men's World Cup match. So, congrats, congratulations to her. I do believe there was a World Cup game that featured an all female uh, officiating team. I want to. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. It just happened. It just happened. Like maybe I think two games ago. Two games ago. Yeah, uh, I forgot what game. I want to say it happened on Sunday. I, I, I thought it happened on Sunday. Germany Costa Rica. <coughs> okay. The Germany yeah. Costa Rica game. So that was the first all female World Cup officiating team, which consisted of Stephanie Frapart, uh, Salima Mukansanga, uh, Yushima Yamashita. And oh wait, there's others. Uh, Karen Diaz. <laughs> that was the easiest one for you to say, huh? Yeah, I was like, "What the hell?" Wait, I don't think that's them. Uh, <laughs> that was very confusing. What was the team? That was well. That that article didn't help me there. All female crew. Okay, this is CBS Sports. So they. Oh, okay. Stephanie from Part. Uh, Nusa back. And Karen Diaz made history by officiating Thursday's Germany Costa Rica game. So yeah, that okay. was the all-female crew. Francis, Stephanie uh, Fart, Brazil's Nuza back, and Mexico's Karen Diaz took the pitch as referees for the game. Oh nice. Yep. And all from different countries, so that's pretty cool. Yep. See look, Me- see look, a Mexican was doing well in the World Cup. So that's that's a <laughs> 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 all our Mexican friends, and you know we have a shitload of them. All our Mexican friends are gonna be like, "Hector, we gonna beat your ass." <laughs> no se va, no se va, no se va. Oh, se fueron, se fueron hasta la mar. Ya se va. Yeah, on the bright side, though, Tarzan Martino got fired. Hey, you guys might get Pochettino. That's exactly what I was thinking <laughs> exactly, right now. They get rid of an Argentinian coach just to get another Argentinian coach. <laughs> and this one, like, his track record is not that shiny. Yeah. I think Tata was just really living off of that Barcelona period. Um, a little well, Barcelona, a Barcelona and uh, Chicago, right? No, Atlanta. No, Atlanta. You, Atlanta, you, you, Atlanta. Want, you want Atlanta United's first MLS Cup. 
I'm sure yeah, that's what I'm saying. Loves Tata Martino for that. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, so that's World Cup talk. Um, going on in the rest of, of the soccer world. So Edwards' Italian team, Juventus, is being investigated. For what you may ask. Uh, Look, man, this is like to me the most obvious that any team could be caught for this. And I mean any team, not only just Juventus, but when you think of the big big clubs in Europe, which is Juventus, Bayern Munich, Manchester City, Real Madrid, um, those teams specifically Barcelona. because they have a lot of money. Barcelona, I don't know how the hell they're, they're doing this right now, honestly, but you could throw them in there too. Basically, all the big teams... If you can identify the badge, of, if you can look at the badge of this team and you know what team it is, or you can at least just, you're, you know who those are. Those are the big clubs. So that just, just so we can get that out of the way. But any big club, any big club, any, any, any big club can be hit for this one thing. And that is financial fair play. Um, for those of you who want to know what's financial fair play, it's pretty straightforward. Um, you know, it, a team is violating financial fair play when they, I'm assuming they buy way too many good players. That is literally unfair to the rest of the league. Which, as I'm saying this, it's literally Bayern Munich and PSG. That's what I was about to say. PSG. <laughs> PSG and Bayern Munich literally have a super team. Not only as their well for PSG, their starting lineup, but not only for, for Bayern Munich, it's also their backups can be a super team. So yeah, literally if that like if they wanted. Juventus, Juventus is not looking great. I mean, they're in the Champions League spot right now, but like, dang, dude, why are you picking on Juventus? That should right? be. Apparently, Juventus has not been paying off UEFA like they should. Because, <laughs> like, at least, unlike Bayern and PSG are doing, because they definitely are violating financial fair play. But yeah, so they'll probably, look, I'm, I'm just mentioning this just because it, it happened and it, it, it gives us something to talk about besides the World Cup. But, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna call right now. They're gonna do an investigation. They're not gonna find anything because they're not gonna punish Juventus. And they, I think this is a Wafers way of saying, "Hey, look, guys, we're we're doing our job. We're keeping the game fair." Um, and you're like, "No, you're not." It's really not. <laughs> so, because I, I'm pretty sure. I, I think I think we mentioned this last year that that Juventus got investigated for the same exact thing, and and nothing came from it. So, I, don't, I mean, I think this is safe to say history will repeat itself and nothing will come from this. Pretty much. But though the thing that I will say that's kind of interesting is that their entire board resigned. Um, mm, so that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of the interesting part of all this. That's the reason why we're talking about it is that obviously that's not a good look if your board is, is resigning and there's an investigation <laughs> going on. So there might be something kind of shady going on. I'm I'm still gonna say I don't think anything comes from this. Um, I think probably it's a benefit for Juventus that their their board is is, is stepping down because uh, they haven't been doing a good job. <laughs> they really haven't. They really so have. that could just be a coincidence for all I know. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, the Juventus has has not been the team that they used to be, um, and obviously now you got teams like Napoli and AC Milan and Inter Milan going over you. And you don't want that, so yeah. So yeah, uh, we'll see what happens there. I don't think any. I don't think much happens from it. I don't, Edward, I don't know how you, if you think anything's going to come from it. I mean, the, the only interesting thing that that I got from that is that the, the, the their entire board stepped down. So that's that's the only thing I took that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, 
the thing is with the renters is like like you said they haven't been doing well they do have <coughs> superstar names and everything it's just <coughs> after after Dybala left it hasn't been the same yeah yep mm-hmm. alright and the last headline for today is Cristiano Ronaldo possibly most likely hasn't been official yet as far as we know um Cristiano Ronaldo is more likely to go to Saudi Arabia. So the club that has come out of the surface for Saudi Arabia has been Al Nassar. They yep. are actually prepared to offer Cristiano Ronaldo $200 million per year. And yeah, per year. And I think they want to do what? Five seasons, I think they said? I think they said two seasons. Two? Two, yeah. I yeah. think it was like a $400 million contract. Um. Some people are going to say that Ronaldo is greedy and he frankly does. Look, I'm going to say this. Uh, Ronaldo was, what, 37? About yeah. 38? <laughs> and um, somebody's willing to offer him $200 million when he's definitely on the... He's, it's probably safe to say he's, he's on he's the... He's decline. declining. Declining. <laughs> shocking as that may sound, especially how physically fit this guy is. Um... He's going to destroy the the Saudi league. <laughs> yeah, I think it's safe to say. I mean, he's going to score goals. He doesn't have to worry about pressing. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll probably he's probably just going to wait for the ball, and the ball's going to go. And some people are going to be like, "Oh, well, how come he doesn't want to go to the MLS?" I mean, the MLS isn't going to offer him two hundred million. <laughs> they're not. They have themselves. Like, they're not going to offer him that kind of money. Hell no. Look, if I was in a scenario where I'm being offered two hundred million dollars a year. Uh, that's not even like rocket science. I will. No some, question. I am a sellout. I have no shame in that. Please, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> I yeah. I, shoot. That's that's how you make it in the podcast industry is by becoming a sellout. You're just reading <laughs> unnecessary ads all throughout the day. Like, like how you, how you <laughs> like how I listen to the joy, the enjoyment of re- listening to an audio book on audible. <laughs> so like, so yeah, no, it it happens, you know. But yeah, you know, use audibletrial.com and slash insert name FC podcast for a thirty day free trial. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, don't dig yourself too deep, Hector. Um, but yeah, you. but yeah, so um, if, if 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 everyone, you know, when they were actually showing like the roster that could be for Alnasar if Ronaldo joins, could, didn't identify a single name except for one. And it, I did not even know this guy ended up here. Um, and that is David Ospina. <laughs> oh, wow. For David real? Ospina, he plays for all in the star. I don't think Ronaldo's ever played with him. I think he's played against him because I think Ospina, after Ospina left Arsenal, I think he went to, I think he went to Napoli. And, oh, for real? And now he's in all in the star. Yeah. Mm. So there you go. So there's a, wow, that team is star studded now. <laughs> but yeah, so um, how do you feel about Saudi Arabia for Ronaldo? I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> we can't watch it. I don't think I have access. To, I mean, if Ronaldo goes there, they'll probably find a way to give everybody access to the Saudi league. Um, not really. I don't think so. Because um, I mean, like when when all those players went to the Chinese Super League, I never heard, they weren't giving us access to the Chinese Super League. Nope, so, they did not. 
Iniesta, especially when he went to the Japanese league. Oh, when he go went to go play for Fabrizio Kobe. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Then and also freaking um, uh, Xavi, he went to go play in Qatar. Yeah, we we can find access to that. Yeah. I like all I could find access was on YouTube. Of course, the commentary wasn't really that good. It was like, oh, you got to watch back back back. I was like, oh, yeah, I was not going to send us back in anyway. Look, it it can't it can't be worse. There's a, literally a podcast that got canceled for for joking about Jason Day or Frank dying. So I mean, uh, I think we'll, I think we're safe. Um, we're not doing that. God forbid, we're not. Doing Sorry, that. who would do that? Uh, this podcast I think it was called Little Brown Dudes, something like that. I was like, so, who would do that? Who bro, would that do was that? such. That, I was so pissed. Like I mean, I don't. I per, I personally don't care what people say sometimes, but but that was just you just can't joke with that man. Like the dude said, he morphed too hard. Like I was oh, like, my. that was just I was like, and they put it on TikTok. Like they had that on TikTok. They 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 like they deleted the video after they got completely attacked by it. But that was just that was just classless, man. Like you don't joke about that stuff, man. If there's certain there's things you can joke about. That's definitely one of those things you don't joke about. Um, mental health is important. So, and you guys know, yeah. I'm, I'm never going to joke about that ever, ever in my life. I think uh, also I'll, I'll be a sell before I joke about that. But yeah, yeah. But anyways, going back to this. Yeah. So, Cristiano Ronaldo, Saudi Arabia. Um, can it happen? Probably. Uh, well, is it going to happen? Should Bernal be an idiot for not taking this deal? <laughs> Who cares about a Champions League? <laughs> yep. Uh, unless he just really wants to compete in Champions League. Not the Asian Champions League. But if he really wants to compete in the Champions League, I mean, I just don't think that, I don't think there's a, there's, there's not any other European country, European team that is competing in Champions League. Okay, be more specific. That has a good shot at winning the Champions League that Ronaldo want to go to. Uh, Bayern Munich has made it clear that they do not want Ronaldo. Uh, I think Arsenal has stated that they don't, which I I was like, I don't even think you guys are really in the race. Um, (laughs) Thanks for stating that you guys don't want him. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Obviously, Manchester United is out of the race. Uh, (laughs) So they're not in Champions League. So I guess that, that already takes... I guess that takes Arsenal out of there as well because they're not Champions League. Um, Todd Bowley, I mean, more and more, it seems like if anybody's dumb enough to like give Ronaldo a lot of money, I could see it be Chelsea. And it's just because Todd Bowley, like, he just really wants Ronaldo. Like, he just really wants him. Yeah. Like, I think that there's like, like, I think, he, I think. Todd Bowley has a poster of Ronaldo in his in his office, and he oh, just man. he's just like, "What do I have to do to bring you?" <laughs> oh my god! Mm, I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it, but mm, oh no! This has a shrine of Ronaldo. Yeah, <laughs> all the all the marketing things that he could do. Send him to a Dodgers game. Send him to a Lakers game. Hey, that could work. Yeah. Yeah, definitely could work. Definitely could yeah. work. We'll see what happens, man. 
But all right, man, it is debate time. This debate topic is brought to you by True Classic. Um, this brand makes t-shirts that actually fit, not to mention super soft. When you're Jack, finding the right t-shirt can be incredibly frustrating. Most t-shirts, most t-shirts are too tight in all the wrong places or way too big and boxy, but not True Classic. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men get their fit on at an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the absolute best deal they offer for a limited time only. Get 25% off with the code BELLYUPFANTASY at trueclassic.com. TC doesn't stop at T's. They are your one-stop shop for all things menswear, and they make it super easy to build out your wardrobe from polos and workout shirts with the same flattering fit to boxer briefs designed with the pouch to keep your package nice and comfortable. All of their clothing is is comfortable, long-lasting, and affordable. It's about time to get your fit together. Upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic. Get 25% off at trueclassic.com with the code BELLYUPFANTASY. Free shipping included on purchases over $100. That's 25% off at trueclassic.com with the code BELLYUPFANTASY. Strengthen your core wardrobe with True Classic today. True Classic. Look good. Feel good. All right, Edward. So... Whew, that was about four. That was about mouthload. Uh, no, I heard. I was just like, "Wow, bravo, sir! Bravo, you, 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 do, you do it, bro." Uh, yeah, this, you, this is selling out as at its finest. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, hey, whatever can bring food to our table, dog. Right now, we probably just could buy, we could probably just afford like a like a pack of gum and not even then. Iker and Mateo need a new pair of shoes. Come on, Iker and Mateo need a new pair of shoes. They need they need new soccer shoes. <laughs> Good guy. <laughs> All right. So uh, this, so obviously the U.S. men's national team, they get out of the group stage, they go into the knockout round, and and just get completely outplayed by Louis, Louis Van Gaal and Netherlands, um, in in a three one defeat. Uh, yeah, it was t- it was a tough loss. I'm not really going to touch up too much on the game because obviously we're going to kind of. Not really recap it, but just t- uh, like kind of touch up on it uh, a little bit later. But you know, I think everyone kind of said it. The goal of this World Cup was to get these guys, to make sure these guys get out of the group, which they did. Um, after that, it was kind of just going to be like brownie points to to the USA. They were in a really unfavorable matchup. It was the Netherlands, who we kind of knew who they were, which was. A very good, technically sound team with a really good coach, with clearly a lot of talent on their on that roster, and the U.S. was just not the better team in this game at all. Even I do believe the USA had the had majority of the possession, but that the like I mean possession can be one thing, but it's not the end all be all statistic, and that doesn't dictate that you were the better team. Obviously, uh, the Netherlands was just better at their chances than. Uh, than than the than the U, the U.S. was, and so with uh with uh with with that being with that all that happening, it was just it was just a rough performance from the U.S. on that game. And, and like I said, they didn't play bad. I don't think that that that's that was what happened. The U.S. played pretty well, in my opinion. They just weren't better than the Netherlands, uh, and and so that was like really what kind of killed them, uh. For that regard, and uh, 
uh, yeah, so like, I mean, uh, that was kind of weird. Uh, but yeah, so yeah. like, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the U.S. was, they didn't play bad. You just clearly could tell that they were outclassed by the Netherlands. Uh, but, but Edward, um, looking at the U.S., do you feel the U.S.'s World Cup in, in, all, in any way was a failure or was it a success? Mm. <clears throat> Truthfully, uh, I think it was a success because for getting as far as it did, I mean, if, if getting out of the group stages, um, even getting like, uh, you know, second place, um, they still don't have like an actual number nine, like mm-hmm. the cherry picker. They don't have a number nine. So for them to get out of there without the missing link that we always said that that's what they need, that's what they're missing. <clears throat> I think, I think that's, that's a big, that's a big step up from where we were. Remember last World Cup, they weren't even there. <laughs> All right. So. Um, they were messing up friendlies. They they were they were blaming on everything else, and they were blaming on people around them. I was just like, no, like it's on y'all. And it's like now they actually have a squad, young squad, some some experience, but now it's like I said, like there has to be a number nine somewhere for the U.S., like a cherry picker, a, a header, a threat, aerial threat. You know, doesn't isn't afraid to take shots. You know, big body of anything, and then boom. That's it. That's what they need. Yeah, I think one of the big issues is the... I think... All right. The call-up, obviously, the issue was that you... With me was Jar Sargent. I think with the group stages, you, you should... I should have... We should have seen Jesus Ferrer against Iran. Mm-hmm. I think we should have saw him at, at against Iran because the, the performance that I mean we really didn't get to see what he would look. I, I think the Dutch was a really bad time for him to be playing. Um, and then the, look, uh, could 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 have Pepe or Pfog been a better? Would have done better in those like, scenarios. I mean, we don't know. I, I don't. I don't. The issue was that these guys, when when it came to being in front of goal, they just didn't execute in front of goal. And it's really, honestly, I felt it was frustrating to watch them play when they were you know, in that final third, because you know Edward can can attest to this. It felt like I was watching the Falcons, um, yeah, where nobody was, no one was applying any pressure up front. Um, you know, they would try to take some shots outside the box instead of trying to like make another pass. Uh, the the things that I kind of find annoying as as a as a person that watches soccer is guys that take an extra do an extra move when you could have probably just took a shot right there. Um, but my issue, and I know people are gonna people, there's been a lot of people defending Brohalter. Um, I'm not gonna be one of those people, obviously. Uh, but the thing is with me, when they played against Wales in the first game. You were up one to nothing. You were clearly the better team in that first half. The second half just disappears. And then it was a costly, a costly penalty 
um, is what got you the point. You know, you you were the better team in that game. Even even though Wales looked better in the second half, I mean, they still defended very well. But like the issue with me is that the U.S. just you need, especially as young as this team is, like you can't be holding on a one nil lead thinking that that's that's enough. Like you need when you, when you have an opportunity to put a team out of reach, put them out of reach. Don't give them any sense of hope. Like take them out of the game. I mean, the way Timothy Way and Christian Pulisic, which I will say, Timothy Way and Christian Pulisic up front were amazing. They yeah, really they did. Good. They create. They they did a lot of creative plays. Like where they basically, if they had a finisher, like I said, they could have scored mm-hmm. a lot of times. At, at one, the only two goals that were scored for the U.S. in the group stages was by Pulisic and, and Weah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, uh, I was at a point where I was like, you know what, F it, put G- Gio Reyna. Brandon Aaron. Bro, I, I was wondering where, where I did Gio like, Reyna was going to tore oh some God. shit and up. That was man. a whole other ordeal was just what the hell happened with him and, and with Berhalter and Reyna because you know, apparently Berhalter was asking Reyna to lie for him because he was like, try, just tell him that you were injured and that's the reason why you didn't play and when people were asking him, like, were you injured? He's like, no, I'm, a, I'm healthy. I'm 100%, I'm 100% to play. So there's there's some drama going on between Berhalter and 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 uh, Reyna, because um, we did not see we Reyna, which a lot of people have been saying he probably is gonna out he's gonna surpass uh, Pulisic if as long as he stays healthy he's going to surpass Pulisic. Everyone sees it. Everyone sees how he plays. Everyone sees how he plays into Borussia Dortmund, you know, and it and it's proven that you know Reyna might be that guy. We don't know because he's not playing, um, but. Yeah, the the some of the some of the lineup decisions, um, and then you know the Dutch game. It kind of it kind of showed that obviously Brohalter, while he can get you to the World Cup, he's not going to win you the World, the Cup, World which, Cup. Which I get that you know that's probably asking a lot for the U.S. men's national team. But and I get that this is a young roster. Like a lot, of, there there was literally no World Cup experience besides DeAndre Yedlin. Yeah. Um, so, like, all these guys, this is new to them. Them playing in the World Cup is completely new. I mean, a, a senior World Cup. Obviously, they've done, like, U18 and all that stuff. But they just... They, that, that's the crazy thing. This was a younger team, but they, they look tired sometimes. And, and so... That yeah. was, and that was kind of also another issue with the fact that Berhalter just didn't change either the tactics. He didn't adjust his game. Van Gaal, he knew exactly how Berhalter was going to play this game, which is obviously a very everybody knows how the U.S. plays, which is the 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 fullbacks are very crucial to it to his uh, attack plan, and and Van Gaal took that away. Yeah, um, he you did. Saw, you saw Des, that? Yeah, he saw Dumfries, the pie, and Gakpo always covering Robinson and Dest. So they they they're like, hey, if you're going to beat us, you got you got to beat us down down in the middle, not. Not through the wings, and yep. so and, that's exactly and, how he was carrying. And 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 Berhalter didn't adjust. He stayed with the same game plan, and and it really did beat them. Like the two the two goals that were scored on them, two of the goals that were scored on them was because of just poor defensive errors that exposed Sergino Dessen and Anthony and Anthony Robinson. I still like those two. I still think that they're really good players and they should be the future for the U.S. But they 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 weren't allowed to adjust. And I also said, I'm like, if this team went, if this, if this team goes far, it's because they said, F it, we're going to play our game and not play what Berhalter wants. Yeah. 
So I think, like once again, can he get you into the World Cup? Yes. Can he get you out of the group? Yes, but it's going to give you a heart attack while while it's happening. But yep. is he going to help you win that round of sixteen game? No, he's not. And I and and that's where people. I get that people want like the the only big props that I'll give to Kirk Berhalter is that he can somehow talk to these dual nationals and get them to commit uh, to the U.S. men's national team. As a matter yeah. of fact, I, it's been rumored that uh, uh, Balogun, uh, you know, the striker that currently he's out on loan. I think he's playing in France right now, but he's with Arsenal. Um, you know, English striker. He's been playing with the U of national with the youth team for England, but he's he, apparently there's a rumor that he's actually thinking about switching over to the U.S. It's a really strong guy. Yeah, Literally badass. Which everybody's like, yes, we got a striker. I'm like, technically, we kind of do have strikers already because Ricardo Pepe and um, and Peacock are also strikers, but we just didn't bring them into the World Cup. So I wonder why. I don't know at this point. Um, Halter just Berhalter's going to say his things, but it, he contradicts himself way too much, and I, this is one of the reasons why I hate Berhalter. Um Especially because he told he, he told the press like I think we dominated against against Netherlands, which I'm like Jesus Christ you need to look at that scoreboard. Um, <laughs> Pretty much, I think the U.S. has a lot of potential. I think the fact that they were able, to, which I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, Hajirai, but that goal was just well, it was a thing of beauty. That was the luckiest goal I ever saw in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's not a Jazzy Zard. Everyone's been saying that that's Jazzy Zard. I mean, Jazzy Zard scores goals by getting hit in the face by the ball. <laughs> that was yep. getting hit in the face. That was a cool flick, but I don't think anybody thought that was going to go into the goal, especially the goalkeeper, because he looked like he wasn't actually going to try to stop that because it didn't look like it was going to go in the net. But that was such a cool, <laughs> that was like the best accidental <laughs> goal I have ever seen in my life. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so props to Haji right for that one. But yeah, this, this, I think I think this team has done it as much as they can with Greg Berhalter. They need to bring in another coach, um, someone that can actually use these guys and use them well. Pochettino wouldn't be it. Wouldn't be. I, I, was about to say, I was about to say. I was like, are you trying to say to get Pochettino in here? I wouldn't be against Pochettino. I think he has really good tactics. He speaks English because apparently that's important <laughs> to, to the U.S. to U.S. Soccer Federation. Look, I mean, I get it that everybody's still nervous about the whole Jurgen Klinsmann, Klinsmann era. Though, I'll tell you personally, I don't know why everyone complains about Jurgen Klinsmann. I thought he was actually really good and really refreshing for USA. But, I mean, people are gonna people hate Jurgen Klinsmann, apparently. Um, and he was also pretty good at bringing dual nationals as well. Not saying bring back Jurgen Klinsmann in any shape or form. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, y'all brought back Bruce Arena. Um, oh god, that was. But yeah, we need to bring a guy. Shoot, I think Roberto Martinez is going to be available. Someone showed Luis Enrique. I don't think he would leave Spain. No, I don't think so either. I don't think he's going to. I mean, he, he 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 didn't take the. Was it Barcelona? Or what job was was being offered to him? Was it Manchester? I don't know. But I, I don't think if Luis Enrique isn't going to. Uh, yeah, I don't. Luis Enrique, I think he's happy in Spain right now. Um. I saw Louis Van Gaal. I don't know if that's really a a thing, but Zidane's available. Uh, we need someone to come that. with a different mentality, a different mentality um, that can 
that can benefit these guys. You have a lot of great attacking players that don't give up on plays, like Brandon Aronson, you know, Gio Reyna, Christian Pulisic. Like, if you can teach them how to play in a good, good style, but also, I need also a coach that understands CONCACAF, which is also a pretty important thing that yeah. uh, you can play beautifully. You also got to know how to play ugly. And, uh, which really enough, I think there's a lot of great Mexican coaches that understand that concept. Um, that's the only issue that I have for guys that are more European based because I think most of them, while they can help you be more competitive against the European teams, when it comes to CONCACAF, it's going to be like a whole different <laughs> world to them. Because it doesn't matter yeah. how, how beautiful you send the ball up in the air. Uh, that doesn't stop you from getting elbowed in the face. Um, so, so that's also another thing. Like, if you can have a, a guy that can come in, teach these guys play the beautiful, the game in, in a way that can be very competitive against Europe. Cause I think these guys all have that quality. Hell, they're playing in Europe right now. But like to teach them to be better as a team in that, in that more European esque style, but also be able to understand how we need an Italian. That's what we need. We need an Italian. You think we need Gattuso? Hey, sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. No. <laughs> shit, I know you. You would want. You would want that. I would be there just for the press conferences, post game interviews, just, just him yelling at the press. I yeah. Would, you know what? He might. He might fight a coach. <laughs> yeah. Right. He might fight a ref. Dude, he, he's CONCACAF. Gattuso's CONCACAF. The, the, an MLS team needs to think about bringing Gattuso in. I don't know what's he doing in Europe. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, but I, I, I agree. But I, I feel like uh, they just need to... I don't know, man. I, I think you're right uh, about Greg Berhalter. Like... Eh. He's he's not ready for for the World Cup, mind you. He got you there. He, he got all the there, stages. I, I think that's as good as he's gonna get, man. Yep. That's as good as he's gonna get for him, and that's great for him, man. Like I mean, I had zero expectations with him. Yeah, he's won you the he's won you the Gold Cup. He's won you the Nations League. Like he can win Concacaf. That's what we got from it. But I mean. Yeah, if we, I think if we would have had a deeper, because I mean, as soon as Pulisic wasn't available, as soon as Weston and Kenny was gone, like this team didn't look right. Yeah. So, also props to Tyler Adams. I mean, Tyler Adams. Oh, was, props to Tyler Adams. He was he was hauling ass. He was the ass. best player. I think there's no arguing. He was by far the best player on the U.S. in this whole World Cup. That dude single handedly took out Jude Bellingham. Yeah. So yep. I mean, like. Yeah, he, he was the best player in the world uh, in the U.S. for the World Cup. I, I don't think anybody can argue that. Uh, I think the issues with they had up front is is what caused Pulisic and way not to score as many goals as they should have. Um, that, that not having a striker really did hurt him. That really did hurt the midfield. Was the be- they they were the be- the best midfield in their group. Eunice Munsa, Weston McKinney, and Tyler Adams. That is a really good midfield. And, and like this is the crazy thing. There's like mostly Tyler Adams. I think is like one of the older guys on the team, and he's only 24. Yeah. So 2026. I mean, there's a lot to be excited for because these guys are going to be going into the prime of their years. Who knows where these guys? Tyler Adams. I'm 
might be going to a bigger team in Europe. Yep. Like the way he played, the way he proved to be a captain. Also, the other thing I need to point out, Edward, we need a guy that can do corners and, and free kicks. Ballista can't do it. No. Ballista can't not. do it. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen Weston McKinney take a free kick. Um, this is where I thought maybe we should have had Paul Ariola. Because I know he. No, you know. I know he does so corners and free kicks. So, you know what? Um, Hell, Anthony Robinson way, should have been doing corners. Well, because the thing is, uh, Christian Pulisic, the way he did corners, it was always the same. It was never over on the top to the middle. It was always like kind of low right driven. In front of yeah, like kind of like low driven right to where the near post was. Yeah, I would have, I would have probably tested out Anthony, Anthony Robinson on, on corners because he can, he can center the ball really well. I liked how I liked how I like I really I don't know why Anthony Rob that's like the most specific thing about a person I've ever I could ever say I like the way he passes the ball. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. He, plus he's got a great footwork, but um, shoot, Sergino Des. I mean, I think he got a free kick. I don't know if he got a free kick. Musa wasn't too bad. I the thing is though, these guys don't take free kicks for their teams. Hmm. I don't really think they have like free kick takers. Yeah, they don't really have a free kick taker on the US team. They need that's probably the next thing they need is like they need to like one of these guys needs to step up and be a free kick taker for one of their clubs because yeah, uh maybe Brendan Aronson. I think uh, Brendan Aronson had pretty good corners. He was pretty good on corners as well. Um, but we need a we need a guy that can do the free kicks though, because that was also an issue. Musa had a pretty good shot, but it wasn't really that great. Um yeah. But uh, as far as the future of the U.S., I think there's a lot of promise. These guys are, these guys were, they were the second youngest team in the World Cup. So uh, I think, I think the future looks bright for them. They just, they just need to get the right coach. That's all I got to say. Yeah. You're right. But, You're all right, right, man. So that is the debate topic. We will post it on social media. Otherwise, it wasn't really a debate. It was like a, pre, a recap of the U.S., our thoughts on the U.S., but. Uh, it'll be dropped on our social media on Instagram and Twitter at insert name FC. Um, also, once again, if you guys to save yourself 25% off at trueclassic.com, use the code belly fantasy to get 25% off at trueclassic.com. All right. So we're going to go ahead and take a break and we'll do a art. Well, me and I will do a recap of all the games that have been played so far in the round 16, then segue into me, uh, doing two more recaps and, and a I don't, I don't know what the fuck we're calling this thing. Uh, and then previewing the, the, the quarterfinals. And then three up, three down. Let me tell you guys about Belly Up Sports. Belly Up Sports is the internet sports bar. Go ahead and check out the website, www.bellyupsports.com. to read some great articles from great writers all across the country. From hockey, baseball, golf, soccer, you name it. Belly Up Sports is the premier, not your average, website. And we're back. All right. So, starting off with the first games of the round of 16s that have happened so far. Obviously, we kind of touched up on this. Dutch national team beat the USA 3-1. to one. Um, Netherlands were the better team. I don't think there's any argument at this point that they weren't. Um, so, yeah, props to the Netherlands for, for taking care of business and, and, and moving on to the next round. On the other side, um, Argentina beats Australia 2-1. to one. Um, So, 
Also, if you guys want an idea of, of who's facing who the next round, literally the, the, the two matchups in the same day are the ones that are facing against each other in the next round. So, so it's going to be Netherlands versus Argentina. So that's going to be a pretty fun one. Um, yeah. Ever anything, anything about the first day of the, of the round of 16? Not, not really. I mean, um, no surprises. Honestly, no surprises. I wasn't surprised. That's, that's a good point. All right. The next day, France beats Poland three to one. That was just, yeah. It was just bad for, you know, not, not a good day for Yeah. Yeah. Giroud, man. Uh, I know, I know, I know he took Benzema's spot after Benzema got injured. But man, dude, this, I think I think he just became the the leading goal scorer for France. Uh, I could be wrong on that one, but either he tied it or he or he passed it. I think it. I think he passed it though. I think so. Goal score record. I think he passed it for France. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. He, he passed it by one goal. Yeah, he's he's now the all time goal scorer for. For France with 52, which was previously held by Thierry Henry. So, congratulations to him. And then England just, just you know, smacked the living crap out of out of Senegal three to nothing. So that was, I was pulling for, I was pulling for Senegal. Were you really? No, nah, not really. <laughs> I was about um, to say, I was like, are you really, bro? Be honest. But yeah, so France will be taking on England for their. Uh, not for their uh, quarterfinal matchup. Um, so that right there, you would think that would be something like in the semifinals or the final, but not the quarterfinals, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then the games that happened today, Monday. Obviously, we record these on Mondays. Um, Japan and Croatia, they draw one-one in in regular time, and then go to extras. Still stay tied one-to-one, and. This is just deja vu for Croatia because they, if anybody remembers in the 2018 World Cup, Croatia literally went to the penalty, went to penalties every single knockout round to get to the World Cup final. So, I think that's their strategy for this World Cup too. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you know that's what they want to do is just get tired for the World Cup final. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Dog. But, but yeah, so Croatia ends up beating Japan three to one on penalties. That goalkeeper, man. Uh, I thought it was crazy that Handanovic did not get called up for Croatia. Clearly, mm-hmm. I was wrong for believing that. Um, cause this goalkeeper stepped up big for Croatia. Um, it was funny, you know, before they were going into, into the penalties, uh, Lexi Lawless was talking about how, you know, the goalkeeper's job is just to get that one save or two. Well, he got three saves. So <laughs> what a performance from him. Um, just. Yeah, solid, solid for and Croatia move on to the next round. And on the other side, Brazil. I mean, if you want to know what Joga Bonito means to me and Edward, why we fell in love with Brazil, besides the fact that we're Salvadorians and, and all Salvadorians root for root for Brazil for some weird reason. All um, Central Americans basically. All Central Americans root for Brazil for for some apparent reason. Um they the way they played, man, was just that was what we fell in love with. Was just, that legit? <laughs> the way they passed the ball around. That was, was just like Joe how, Bonino. Yeah, it was like it was just an Henry Charlson. Ooh, man, that dude there, bro. bro. The, the the two the way the two the head ball. pops. 
Yeah. Oh, and then on the knee, and then the little flick, and then he passed it. I was like, and then he took the run. I was like, bro, this dude. Little, hey, little, man. Someone's hey. been watching Ronaldinho on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to tell you, I was like, hey, man, you better watch out. Maybe he might get up and have that championship. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Um, <laughs> or a trophy. Yeah, don't see that happening. <clears throat> but yeah, so Brazil beat South Korea 4-1. to one. Neymar's back. He looks good. You know, his ankle's not that fat anymore. Um, so, yeah. So, quite honestly, um, I, I think I'd definitely say game of the tournament had, has to be so far Japan versus Croatia. That was just an amazing game for both sides. It was. So it's how it ended but for, for Japan, but... What a what a what a what a game to have. So obviously now this is now we're gonna go and segue into me recapping the remaining round of sixteen and then previewing the quarterfinals. So let's go ahead and go straight to that. Continuing off of what Edward and Hector were saying, which feels, feels so fucking weird to say my name. Um, so Morocco versus Spain. Morocco ends up beating Spain nil nil. Took it to penalties. Um, when it comes to penalties, I think there's clearly two diff- two sides of, on on this. There's the team that is, you know, felt like they were the better team. They should have won the game, and now they're going to penalties. So it's a little bit deflating for them. They had opportunities to close the game out. Now on the other side, you fought hard enough to get it to penalties where now things become a lot more open because it's penalties. It's, it's, it's now you versus the goalkeeper. And, and so, and when I talk about those two sides, obviously Spain being the team that felt a little defeated and you could tell as they're going in and take those penalties, they just did not look confident. And confidence is a really, really big thing in penalties. Um, it's a mental game. You have to be confident with your shots. You have to be confident in your in your decision making as a goalkeeper. If you don't, then this is what's going to happen. Uh, Morocco advances with scoring three goals, and Spain not able to not even able to enter one. Uh, props to Bono, man! What an amazing performance from him. He he just knew the he just knew the Spaniards well, and I mean, definitely the reason why they're advancing to the next round. And then on the other side, Portugal just obliterated Switzerland six to one. Uh, the big story here, um, obviously, well, that everyone, that the media wants to give you is the fact that Ronaldo was benched in this game. Um, I wouldn't read too much about it as far as him being a shitty, a shitty, uh, you know, player or anything like that, like, you know, being mad at the, at the coach or anything like that. I think that's just the media trying to vilify Ronaldo, um, trying to add more to the, more, you know, more, more gas to the flame that's going on with Ronaldo with the Pierce Morgan interview and all that stuff. Um, I don't, it didn't look like he was that mad. Uh, he, he looked happy, especially with the goals. I mean, he was partaking in the celebrations. So I don't necessarily, he was celebrating with the fans. Like, I think Ronaldo was actually not mad about it. And obviously he got back, he went out on the field and played. So, I mean, I, I don't, I think maybe he just was a little bit tired and he needed some rest and that's what they gave him. And, and I think also because I believe, uh, the, the guy that was playing up front over Ronaldo has scored goals as well. So 
um, and, and scored some himself. So, yeah, so that, that's the round of 16. I, I, yeah, that's round of 16 right there. Um, I, I think people are reading too much about what happened with Ronaldo, but there's that. All right, before we get to the quarterfinals, this is brought to you by Manscaped. Tis the season for clean balls. La, 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 la. Our friends at Manscaped are helping you clear your driveway for safe travels this holiday season. From stocking stuffers to white elephants, Manscaped's products are at the top of every wish list. Grab some crop mops for your pops or the body buffer for that holiday lover. Win this year's white elephant gift and help all the men in your life go from eggnog to nice hog this December by going to manscaped.com and using the code BELLYUPFANTASY for 20% off plus free shipping. Lastly, lastly, top off the stocking with the crown jewel for their family jewels, the Lawnmower 4.0, the Electric Razor's advanced skin safe technology is a life changer and known for reducing nicks and cuts for on the Santa sack. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the code BELLYUPFANTASY, Manscaped, for a perfect gift that will be the the holiday's biggest hit. All right, man. So the games that are coming up for the quarterfinals starting on Friday, which if you're listening to this, um, it, it either has happened already or it hasn't. Um, we'll see. But yeah, so Croatia, uh, it will be taking on Brazil. Brazil is, is, is looking like the strongest team right now in the World Cup. Croatia is a team that you shouldn't underestimate uh, the God, you got to think that the, this team is getting just <laughs> beat up with consecutive knockout matches now going to penalties for them. So I'm sure they want to end this in re- in regular time to get a little bit more rest. But, you know, I don't want to count out Croatia, but the way this Brazil team has looked, has looked so far, they look like everything is advertised. I mean, the way they, they played it against, um, against South Korea, I mean, they were just, it was just pure class. This was Joga Bonito at his finest. Um, just Brazil playing like Brazil, the Brazil of old with just a little bit newer flair. I know some people are hating on the dancing. I think mo- mostly it's going to be the media pundits and just the old man yelling at clouds kind of people that are, are mad at Brazil's dancing, but I'm all for it, man. Just keep dancing, dude. Keep celebrating. Be Brazil. This is. Like soccer is fun when Brazil is Brazil and you can see them having fun. It is the best part of being a fan, especially when you're watching Brazil. Like, like me and Edward do have Brazil as our, our as our top team to win the World Cup, and I, and I, this team we predicted to win the World Cup. So I'm sticking with Brazil, um, Croatia. I wouldn't sleep on them though. That's the only thing I will say. The other game that they'll be happening on Friday at 1 p.m. Central Time uh, will be. The Netherlands taking on Argentina. Um, Netherlands, I think, proved to people that they are more than just a team that did not make it to the 2018 World Cup. They are pretty strong. They're pretty, they're actually very well structured. Gakpo is going to be a very rich player uh, by, by the, the transfer window comes in because um, he's looking amazing. Dumfries looks amazing. Um, yeah, this Dutch national team looks really good, and Louis Van Gaal is is. Being making the correct the right adjustments for his team. On the other side, though, Argentina, there's moments where they look really strong and kind of what you thought this team could be. And then on the other side, it's it's Messi carrying the team. So that's the real thing. What what Argentina are we going to watch? The team that can help Messi, or is the team that Messi Messi's got to get them out of it? Um, so that's my concern. 
I want to pull for Argentina, but the way the Netherlands have been looking, and especially coming off of a very confident win against USA, I might be going with the Dutch national team. I did, I predicted Argentina to win it, but I think right now my my brain's telling me to go with the Netherlands. And then on Saturday, December 10th, at 9 a.m., you got Morocco taking on Portugal. Um, this one's gonna this could be a flip of the coin right now with me. I think uh both teams are pretty good. Both teams have really good, have really great uh, stars on their teams. Um, man, this one's hard. I can. This is definitely a favorable situation for Portugal. This could be the opportunity that Portugal. This is the matchup that Portugal needed to to get that get that that big confidence boost. Um, but I would not sleep on Morocco. I would love to see Morocco go on just because it would be cool to see an African country uh, make a deep run. But I think with Leao, with Ramos, with uh, Bernardo Silva, Jao Felix looks, Jao Felix looks like how Jao Felix is supposed to look like. Um, Bruno Fernandez, I mean, that, that team is, is just playing on all cylinders. Uh, Ronaldo, he's going to be there. Um, but this team looks, looks actually a lot better without Ronaldo. Um, and that's saying a lot, but I'm going to go with Portugal, uh, to, to move on, uh, in this one. And then the last quarterfinal, which will be played on Saturday, December 10th at 1 p.m. will be England versus France. This is going to be the game to watch, um, for the, for the quarterfinals. England, man, coming off a big win against Senegal. And then you got France had a very dominant performance against, uh, who they, Australia. Oh, wait. No, it wasn't Australia. Japan. Wait. No, that's not Japan. Poland. There we go. Had a very dominant performance against Poland as well. Uh, Kylian Mbappe just looking like what he's, what he is as advertised. Olivier Giroud got overshadowed by Kylian Mbappe, but now is the leading goal scorer in French, uh, in France, in the French national team. Um, they, they, they have still a strong back line. They still have their midfield still pretty good. Uh, this team looks like they could go go ahead and repeat. They really do. And um, England, the biggest concern is going to be in that is going to be how they how they can handle this French attack because this French attack, I don't think they've seen an attack like this in the in the World Cup so far. Um, and I think that's what's going to I think that's what's going to hurt them. I think I think Fran, I think France moves on. I think France moves on to the semifinals. So those are my predictions. Uh, hopefully, a good preview for you guys, but. This should be a good one. All right, man. So going into Players of the Week, Players of the Week is brought to you by In the Clutch. In the Clutch.com has a wide variety of t-shirts that are all partnered with the Players Associations of Major League Soccer, Major League Baseball, uh, National Basketball Association. They also make some great, great, great NCAA <laughs> uh, collegiate shirts. And if you've been checking their website, they have made some pretty cool shirts with the old school logos of previous World Cups. So go ahead and check it out. And they just dropped the, this amazing, it's called soccer shirt, um, which I ended up having to cop myself. But if you guys use the code insert name at checkout at intheclutch.com, you'll save yourself 10% off your purchase. Once again, intheclutch.com, use the code insert name. So for players of the week, Edward has Gonzalo Ramos, who scored a hat trick in Portugal's 6-1 win against Switzerland. Hopefully got his First name right. I think it, I think it is pronounced as Gonzalo, uh, Ramos. So yeah, Patrick. 
it's always going to be an automatic, man. That's always going to be an automatic when it comes to uh, players of the week. And my player of the week is Kylian Mbappe, who scored two goals in France's 3-1 win against Poland. So this guy continue to be the star that he is, man. Amazing performance. But yeah, that is our players of the week. Once again, thank you so much to In The Clutch for being the presenting sponsor for this. Go ahead and use the code insert name to save 10% off at intheclutch.com. Thanks again. All right, man. That's that's the that's the previews for the for the quarterfinals. We'll go ahead and now take a break and get going with three up, three down. This break was brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports. Go ahead and check it out. From NFL to NASCAR, Fanatics has you covered. So go ahead and check out the link on our bios at insert name FC on Instagram and Twitter. And go ahead and get yourself some shopping brought to you by Fanatics. Once again, thank you for Fanatics being a proud partner of insert name FC. And we're back. All right, three up, three down, and the topic is home decor. And uh, yeah, it's an interesting topic, but I, there was an inspiration there. Um, it is in my it is in my three down, so you'll hear it eventually. But obviously, we start things out with Spencer as always. And then Edward, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? You go first. Actually, I feel like I should go last, so you can get the reaction that you want. <laughs> okay. All right. I like how I give you the options and just <laughs> like that. Nope. All right. So for Spencer, his number three is those old school plastic covers on couches that stuck to your body once you got up. Oh man! Oh, man. Don't tell me. Spencer. Did your did your grandma have that? The plastic wrap, the, the saran wrap, all over the fucking couches. Oh man, that thing sucked. And then like it made it sound like you farted. <clears throat> well, any kind of no, movement, um, like you just move a little bit. It was just, yeah, it's not a fun thing to experience. And yeah, when it gets really hot and your your legs just, when you're all sweaty, it's just, it's not, it's not a good time. But hey, at least the couch is clean, right? Yeah, at least the couch is clean. <laughs> Number two, shaky ass toilet seat. That towel rack thing. Oh, that God. The toilet. Oh, man. I, I, know, hate, I, I, I hate when that okay. toilet seat isn't like, like one of the one of the one of those screws are loose, or there's like one's not even connected at all to the toilet, because that could be dangerous sometimes. <laughs> that shaky that shaky towel rack. That shaky towel. That towel rack thing that went above the toilet. You know what? I I always felt like that was one of the worst spots to put a, a towel rack on was above the toilet. Yeah. I mean, think about it. What if, what if you accidentally left the toilet seat? You know, open. Next thing you know, like you kind of pull on the towel, the towel goes in. Yeah, like, that was a fear damn. of mine. That was a fear of mine. Yeah, that's no. You know what? You know what? One of my fears is my kids take the cor- the cars. And they take them to the. You know, they take them while they go to the bathroom. Like sometimes they'll want to play while they're sitting down and peeing or pooing or whatever. I'm afraid that they're playing with them, and all of a sudden it just goes. Bloop. And when there's a there's a there's a little turn in there. Yeah, and then they're gonna go, uh oh, and then they just go and try to grab it. And then the thing is, I know I would go in there and dump my pan first to make sure they stay clean. And then I'll be like, well, damn. Yeah, that's just, that's fucking gross. Yeah. Thanks for that one. 
Wait, wait till you have kids, Victor. Yeah. Number one. <laughs> Number one. Unnecessary ass decorations that hang off the wall. Shaking my head. God damn. I I just broke another candle holder that my ass off. Oh yeah. Those random ass decorations. Oh man. Yeah. Alright, yeah. So ever wishes three down. Alright, so my three down. You put decorations. So my three down is number three. People who leave the Christmas decorations all year round just because they don't want to take them down. It's funny because you guys just put up your Christmas lights. We, I know. We just, exactly. Thank you. You just pointed it out. We just put them up. We didn't leave them all year round. They're not I'm there. I'm not sure how many people do Christmas decorations anymore. And, and for yeah. those of you that use that laser, the, the little light, Thing to kind of give the illusion that you have lights on, you guys suck. Like, you're more of a bitch than Canelo. So, just want to point that out. It's just, it's just a projection. Right. So, <laughs> up yourself. Anyways, all right. So, my number two, um, my number two. Is those weird, um, those weird, um, clown paintings? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of clowns. You know this. Well, everybody knows I'm afraid of clowns. Yeah. So I, thanks, I, I thanks, don't. Uh, thanks. Uh, what's, what's that movie called? It? it, yeah, thanks. It, the, the first it, the one that was, the one that's actually scary. You mean the one with the uh, the British guy? As it yeah, with uh, Tim Curry. Yeah, there you go, Tim Curry. I was traumatized. Yeah, it still was. The the new is don't do anything to me. Heidi was like, oh, so it doesn't scare me. I was like, yeah, because you watched the new one, and the new one's not that scary. Anything, everybody knows. I'm still pissed off of that. They they did my boy wrong. <laughs> Couldn't save that save uh, that uh, girl's life. And are, are really. you are are you mad? Hey, are you mad that she didn't get scared and you did? No, no, not at all. No, it's just no. And I'm sure she was scared because she's trying to be all hard and shit. But no, nah, she ain't. No, it was just that like because obviously they think it's funny. It, my 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 family thinks it's funny that I'm afraid. I'm still afraid of clowns. Uh, cause like Heidi's 11th birthday, they had a clown there and I was like, yeah, I'm not coming out. I'm not coming outside. Mm. And it, well, in my sister's defense though, she did not know the guy was going to dress up as a clown. Like the guy came in to bring in, like he, they had that inflatable bull, mechanical bull thing. Yeah. So they had that. And then he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll MC the event for y'all. And so she didn't know that he was going to dress up as a clown. Right. And so as soon as he came out, like, I was like, yeah, I'm going inside now. So the, the whole birthday party, I was inside. Damn. Like, the only time was I that came out was to sing happy birthday. And then I went back. It was that time. bad? Yeah. It was I, that bad? I fucking hate clowns. Damn. I hate clowns, but. I, I fucking know. hate them. Right. You hate clowns, but I fucking hate clowns. <laughs> yeah, I can't deal with clowns. God forbid if I have kids and they want and they want a clown at their birthday. All right. And my number one. My number one is 
like those 1920s and 1930s porcelain dolls that they have around the houses and stuff, sometimes on the bookshelves. Oh, like Annabelle? Uh, <laughs> don't fucking say. I hate, uh, I hate those. They're creepy as hell. When I watched that movie uh, with Dana Radcliffe, I think it was like the woman in black, the freaking, the eyes followed him on the thing. I was just like, oh my God. I was like, no, 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 no. I can't remember who I went to go watch that with, but yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. I can't watch that. No, 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 no. I was like, oh, no, no. I like watching scary movies. Don't get me wrong. But man, I was just, <sighs> made my, made my heart go when I saw that it, it was like a bunch of porcelain clowns and a, a lot of porcelain babies. And then that's why I was like, hell no. Okay. All right. Your turn. All right. And number three. And, and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with having a few, but when you have a whole wall dedicated to these things, uh, it, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit much. And that's crosses. A whole wall? Yeah, uh, so I'm not, I'm not gonna say any names, but there's a person that, uh, okay. they love crosses. Um, right. I don't think they go to church, but they love crosses. <laughs> okay, wow. I walked in, as soon as I walked into the house and I saw this giant, this whole wall of crosses, I was just like, dang, I feel like I need to pray before I come in here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, a few crosses, like I'm not, I'm not like, you know, like having a cross in each room. That's not that big of a deal. Obviously, if you're a religious person, you're a religious person, and all that. But, um, I don't know, man. Just, it, it, like to have like a whole wall of crosses. It just, it, it, yeah, it was just, it was to me, it was just a bit much. That's a tad bit much. One, one cross in each room. That's not, that's not a lot to me. That seems reasonable. You know, you want to bless each room, you know, and I get all that. But to have like yeah. a whole wall blessed, I just, it's just, yeah, that's where that was like, oh, okay. That's literally my, that's literally what I said as soon as I walked in there. <laughs> so number three, a lot of crosses. Uh, number two. Yeah. It, it, I, I, I can never understand somebody that likes clowns, clown paintings, anything that has like little clowns, like it's, like some people are gonna be like, you can't even look at it like an adorable clown. Nope, can't even look at an adorable clown. I don't like clowns. I I don't. I don't know why people like them for decorative pieces. Um, gives me the heebie-jeebies. Um, actually, my mom used to traumatize me with a coffee mug that gave me that scared the living shit out of me as a child, and and she brought it out just to fuck with me. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> And my number one. All right. And this, this is the one, this is the one that I was waiting for. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. The reason why I made this, made the, this three, uh, three down topic, a water fountain. Oh, a water, a what? A water fountain. In, inside a house? Home decor counts, outside counts as home decor. So obviously my mom cleans for the for the wealthy. She's a maid. And yeah. I was I mean, I guess I never really thought too much of it until like I was I was going to pick her up and there's this house on the corner in, in the neighborhood. First of all, rich people like there's some some houses that I see that are like 
unnecessarily big. Um, I, uh, there's one in particular that, that actually my sister, the, the house my sister has to clean. Mm-hmm. They, they bought, they, they bought the plot of land. They had, had them build like a brand new house. They designed it exactly how they wanted it. And it looks ugly as fuck. Um, mm-hmm. so, there's like so much big windows. Like it's like people can see you. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't feel, that doesn't sit well with me to have like <laughs> window, windows for walls. First of all, it's going to suck if someone breaks a window, which I mean, technically breaks a wall. Um, but yeah, that was unnecessary to me, but that's not the point. Um, so I was, you know, I saw this house it was really big and, uh, and they had a water fountain it's constantly going, constantly going. And I could just, I just thought in my head, I'm like, this is seems like I get it for like a park or a, you know, like a, a zoo, you know, a, a public place. But like, I don't know if there's anything like cool about having a water fountain. Um, you know, or, and this is, it's not a bird bath. There's a difference between a bird bath and a water fountain. Uh, but, yeah, this thing was just like just there, just and I'm also thinking, man, dude, this is like this this is going on your water bill, right? Yeah. Is it? Uh I believe so. I mean it's if you have a fountain, like an actual water fountain that's constantly sprinkling, I feel like it's connected to like the main water line. Kind of like so, yeah, oh, maybe so, like, even a water a water hose. So one, you got like this un un a really unnecessary piece to your home. And then second, it's when you when you use it, it's it's going it's affecting your water bill. But I guess right. if you're if you're super rich, I guess that's not really necessarily like a thing you worry about. Uh, but yeah, I just as soon as I thought I saw that, I was like, that just seems so. Un-. I, I I think because like when I you know obviously growing up as a kid, obviously I watched I watched Scarface and Scarface had a had a fountain in his in his home inside the house, and you know that's where like the the world is yours globe thing was at. Yeah, and I thought that was cool. And now when I think, when I really look into it, I'm like, why the fuck would I want this? <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's my number one water fountain. So there you go, Edward. That's exactly the reason why I made this. <laughs> I made this a three hundred three down target. Ho- uh, hopefully, it lived up to the billing. All right, all right. Okay, well, that doesn't really answer anything. All I mean, right. I mean, I'm just saying, like, all right, all right, it's like. All right, like it's just—it was just totally random, to be honest. Like I was—I wasn't expecting it. All right, a lot of For Spanish, three up. Number three, a comfy ass couch with enough space for game day. Roll Tide, ho ain't swack. Is that a shot at me? So ho ain't swack. Hmm. Well, I mean, that's where my call—that's the conference my my college is in. Also, Deion Sanders is is no longer coaching Jackson State, so that kind of sucks. But hey, you know, go get your money, but uh, big dog. Uh, but yeah, you know, Spencer, he's an Alabama fan. Um, they didn't make the college football playoffs this year. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure Spencer is talking about how the NCAA is rigged and how Alabama deserves to be in the college football playoffs uh, and all that. So there's that. Yeah. Um, Number two, gotta have a good bar or liquor collection, even though it's not decor in some people's eyes. 
I mean, you know, obviously, if you have like a liquor shelf, I feel like that does count as like a liquor cabinet, right? A liquor cabinet. I feel like that is that's home decor. Um. So yeah, no, I I think it counts. Um. I just don't know what exactly I would have displaying there because I mean, you know, am I gonna put a bottle of Jack Daniels on the in the liquor cabinet? You know, it, I feel like you gotta put like the real classy liquors in there. Or at least the cool looking bottles, you know? Mm, you mean, like, well, I don't, okay. I don't have my, my tequila collection kind of shrank. <laughs> oh, so you've been, you've been utilizing that, that tequila collection. Um, <laughs> well, I used to. I mean, I guess you could use Jack Daniels if you, because I mean, you don't necessarily have to use the bottle. I, I believe you can buy like a decorative liquor bottle. I think that's the thing. Uh, I'm not. A, I'm not really that much of a liquor guy. I, I usually just drink. I just drink beer, and then I, on occasion I drink Jim Beam. But um, yeah, that's a that's a that's a. I, know, I think that's home decor. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're going to display your your liquor, it's got to be like, I guess stuff that looks kind of interesting. I don't think Jack Daniels is like. I mean, Jack da- Jack Daniels is a safe bet. I I would say. I think there's no one's gonna say no to Jack Daniels. Um, I think the same thing. Jim Beam applies for that too. Um, I mean, if you get tequila, I'm pretty sure everyone's cool with Patron. Um, so I tried this one tequila at a friend's uh, birthday party, and it did. It didn't get make me. I didn't make a face. I was kind of impressed by that because I always make a face when I drink tequila. Because uh, obviously, the, I don't know how to. Besides margaritas, I don't know any, anything else. How you drink a? How you, what else you do to drink tequila? So, and I'm not really a shot guy. Ever can tell you that I'm not really a shot guy. So, um, no, I, I think. Well, I don't know. Knowing you, you drink almost anything. You're right. I, I drink almost anything, but I mean that's. That's not the point. The point is I don't How'd do you shots. Say it? The point is I don't do shots. You say you don't do shots, but I, I really don't, don't, man. I really don't. When have you well, ever seen me do a shot? The thing is, we never really drink together. And when I, and when when we do drink, you see me drinking beer. Exactly. So there you go. That's simply what I drink. All right. And if I do, it's it's a mixed drink. All right. All right, so number one, special number one, a big screen smart TV uh, with football TV or an app with sports channels. This is an essential. Essential, I agree. I agree 1,000%. All right, Edward, what's your three up? All right, so my three up, number three, <clears throat> so decorations. Um, I guess... You could say seasonal decorations because I'll, I'll be vague with it, like Halloween, Christmas, you know, fall. People actually put up like fall rugs and like little banners in front of their house and stuff like that for fall. Uh, you know, like those kinds of like spring, same thing, summer. They um, put stuff out. So I would say seasonal decorations, number three. Those are pretty fun to look at. Some of them are cool. Um, number two, um, that one, <clears throat> that one, that one, that one, uh, uh, 
picture frame with the words of like, don't pee in our pool, we don't swim in your toilet, something like that. Oh. It's, it's really corny, but... Yeah, just, but only, just, it only works if, if you have a pool. Yeah. I get it. But it's really, it's really, yeah, it only works if you have a pool. But it's really funny to see when I see it. I'm like, ha! I was like, yeah. You're such a fucking dad. <laughs> uh, and then number number one, number one, uh, like art painting. Okay. Like tasteful art, like, like really badass looking art. You know, like that they have it up on frames and stuff. You know, that's pretty cool. Not like how I used to have my mind fucking. I used the freaking uh, little the little nails, little pin cushions to go ahead and stick them on the walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no, nah. but like actual art, that's pretty cool. Okay. All right. Um. So for my number three, and this is specifically more towards like a man cave or maybe a garage. Um. But uh. But flags. I'm gonna point that out. Um. I do like having flags. Um. Yeah, obviously, I can tell you I have a Salvadoran flag in my room. Um, but if I, if I, like, when I have my own place, I think in the garage, if that becomes like my, my hangout spot, I would definitely have like a Salvadoran flag, maybe a Texas flag, probably a Marine Corps flag, um, American flag, duh. So <laughs> maybe a California flag. I don't know. It's depending on that one, but, uh, you know, just, I don't know. It's just, it's an easy thing to put, to put up. Um, you know, I mean, there's probably certain rules if you choose to like have the U.S. flag in in there, but but I I I think it just it just kind of it's cool cool to have. It just shows kind of what you represent and all that. So flags, I'm cool with I'm cool with flags. That's my number three. Uh, number two, plus if you're if you're Salvadoran or if you're Hispanic, if you don't have a flag in your house, at least one flag, you should probably have like at least the minimum. Honestly, is five. But if you don't have at least one flag in, in, a, in a Salvadoran, or Guatemalan, or Mexican home, it's uh, what are you guys doing? <laughs> like, there, there's at least something in there that says the country your family's from. At least one thing, right? Yeah, true. I mean, I have a lot of crap. Yeah. You know, okay, maybe not specifically yeah. towards flags, but there is a lot of stuff that, that says El Salvador in, in this house. Yeah, so. pretty much. Pretty much. Um, so, yeah. Uh, number two. Is, uh, which is actually one, uh, this is a, a throwback to one of our three up, three downs, which was the underrated stuff. Um, candles. I think, I think candles are really good. It's nice. You look classy. It looks classy to have it in the house. Um, it's also considered if you have it in the bathroom, cause you know, it helps not, not have it stink up. So also it makes the place, it makes the area smell good. If you have them outside, it helps preventing uh, from having mosquitoes attack you. So, a lot of positives about candles. So, you know, it has multiple uses. Is what I'm saying. So, yeah, candles my number two. Mm-hmm. It also is a good mood setter too. I mean, come on, you know, <laughs> have a nice dinner. You're having a nice dinner, you you put some candles in the table. It's like you're you're putting out the extra effort, fellas. Come on. Put some berry white. Some berry white. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then my number one. Um, 
I, I, I like paintings. I, I think paint, obviously having art, I don't, uh, you know, obviously taste is, is very, it's a very open ended on that one. Cause obviously what one person likes, you may not like. I mean, someone might like paintings of clowns. Obviously, I'm not going to like that. <laughs> but obviously, you know, it, it definitely, it, it, you know, it turns a, a playing wall to just uh, something eye catching. So it does make a big difference. So, so paintings is definitely a good number one. Um, I definitely think that I may have some paintings in my own home. I don't know if it's going to be like artsy paintings, maybe, <laughs> maybe a painting of, Goku fighting Superman. (laughs) I can totally see myself buying one. I mean, or or if I find like a really cool painting of like Mike Mike Tyson fighting Muhammad Ali, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. Or, 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 or I might ask them, I might ask somebody to do a painting of Canelo apologizing to Messi, looking like a little bitch. Um, like how I, I mean, yes, this dude here. Oh my god, this dude! You can, you are not gonna let that go. I'm not gonna let that go. Just how I'm not gonna let that let go that Mexico did not make it to the knockout rounds. Oh, Dios mío, este vato. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know the U.S. got eliminated in knockout round, but at least we can say we got eliminated in the knockout round. <laughs> y'all don't have to worry about the fifth game because y'all didn't even make it past the third game. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm done. All right, you really you like Mexico in the group stages. Oh my god, that's it. If if if, if this dude was in front of me, guys, listen, if this dude was in front of me, guys, I'd be walking away. I'd be walking away. I literally did the little walk away away from my phone. I literally just walked away, but I have my head set on. So everyone's, everyone's gonna say this is getting old, like the Mexican national team. Oh, jeez, it's not gonna let things go. And don't say anything. Just, it's done. It's done. And don't say anything about that, all right? Just, I knew you were about to, I knew you were about to say something. Just, just, damn it, dude. You will just not let this joke die. You are literally reviving it constantly every, every fucking time. Jesus. I, I thought I was bad, but bro, you just, you are just going at it, dog. I mean, there's bad and then there's just Tata Martino bad. Oh my God. Uh, Man, you remember, you remember when we got mad that the U.S. didn't get Tata Martino? I feel like we dodged a bullet now. Yeah. <laughs> that dude lost the bro halter three times. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're, we'll go go ahead and wrap this up like Mexico did in the group stages. Um, oh, my Lord Jesus. <laughs> you want this boy here? <laughs> <laughs> we want to give a shout out to Belio to the Belio Podcast Network. Check out their website, Belio Sports, and also follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Belio Sports and at Belio Media. Great stuff is going on, man. They're they're letting you guys know some great partnerships that are going on. They just got a jerky partnership, so that's pretty cool. Um, we'll be we'll promote that at some point. Um, you know, as I continue to sell myself out. Uh, 
Shout out to Alejandro Gomez to create the insert name FC logo. Uh, we love the logo. Edward loves the logo. Spencer loves the logo. Belly of Sports loves the logo. Um, it's, it's one of the things that I think is very eye-catching about us, besides how stupid we are on this. Um, but yeah, if you guys need some logo work done, go ahead and follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, that's at a.g.graphics with an X. Uh, hit her up. Tell her we sent you. Maybe she hooks you up with something. Can't promise you anything. But yeah, thank you, Alejandro. I'm not going to say it. Because I, I, I'm i so damn tired about that fucking fucking joke, dog. What? <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to say it. I was like, I'm not going to say it. I was like, I just got so damn fucking tired. Just like Mexico got fucking tired playing, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? What is it? Have to, what is what you saying? I love Alejandro. Have to do with? I'm not gonna say it. What is this have to do with, game with Mexico getting eliminated? Exactly. Just exactly. Exactly. Like you just keep bringing it up, bringing it up. It just kind of it killed it for me. So now I'm just like I, I don't even want to be like I don't even know what we're talking about here. This is as pointless as when Mexico got no points against Argentina. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told, I was reading for Argentina on that one. All right, so I, I I I'll let that one slide. But dear God, man, let the joke die. <laughs> die like their host of the World it's, Cup. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Alejandro, love you. I was really not going to say anything. That's the crazy part. But all right, uh, moving on. Not like Mexico is. Oh, Spencer, do you, okay, what I need you to do, Spence, Spence, listen to me, listen to me now, hold on, hold on, listen to me, all right, brother, listen to me now, I want you to, I know this is really, really, really fucking late, but I want you, if you can re, uh, re, replay all this stuff, literally count how many times Hector made the joke about Mexico getting eliminated and stuff, I, I want to know if it hit double digits, and if it did, it was between 10 and 20 or 20 to 30, because I swear to God, it, it's, it's somewhere around those lines. He's just not letting this die, bro. He's not letting it die. And I'm the one that's going for Argentina, but I'm just saying. The one that meant you. I was trying to end this show like Mexico ended their season. Oh, what? Dios mío, qué voy a hacer con este vato? I was like trying to end this professionally, Edward, and then you you were like, "I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it." I'm like, "Don't say what?" <laughs> I said it. All right, I said it. Let's move on, shall we? All right. Shout out to obviously the guy that makes the, that makes the show the way, the way it is, or that does the sounds for the beats and intros. Obviously, helps edit these episodes. Uh, we appreciate him so much, man, so much that we named named the award after him, which is the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award. Um, which, I mean, it looks like it could be Robert Lewandowski, but hey, I don't know. At this point, there might be somebody in this World Cup that might jump over him. Um, so can't promise you that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Roosevelt Spencer, man, he just does so much for us, bro. Like, I, 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 I can't say it enough, man. How much we, how much this guy really works hard for this podcast. Uh, follow him on Instagram at that guy dope, man. This guy makes amazing beats. Um, all the beats that he's been doing, he's just been knocking them out of the park. 
And so if you guys need some beats done, whether it's for like a podcast or a YouTube channel or, or maybe you're trying to get into music, you know, hit him up, man. Once again, uh, it's on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, at that guy dope. Um, yeah. So that is episode 115. Thank you so much for listening and catch us next, next week for episode 116. All right. Also, take it's care, gonna guys. Be my birthday. It's also going to be my birthday. Yeah. So. Ironically, yeah, it's going to be your birthday. Oh, yeah. So, whoever wants to wish Hector a happy birthday, go ahead and drop it on our, on our page. Uh, leave a comment and we're on our Twitter page as well. Uh, leave it on our wall, I guess. I don't know what they call it on Twitter, to be honest, though. But, yeah. The feed. The feed. Okay, leave it on the feed. So, yeah. Or, or should we call it the Elon? I'm not going through this. I'm not going through this. What, what am I doing? That's <laughs> uh, What am I doing? Nothing. I just feel like it's going to end up being Nothing like joke. Mexico did in the World Cup. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I feel like I was setting you up and I knew it and it just happened. <laughs> oh, my God. Please do it here. All right, Spencer. You're going to have to count this one, too. Got him. <laughs> all right, all right, for real, we're out like Mexico. Oh God! Take care, guys. Take care. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.